0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
1: On today's show, LinkedIn is shutting down three new features And people are fired up and not in a good way. And this is all breaking news here just in the last several hours. So we'll clarify exactly what those are and what's happening with that. Also, a LinkedIn tool that anyone who does prospecting needs to jump on. And LinkedIn is making it easier to use now. So we'll talk about that. And of course, a quick way to join conversations already happening on LinkedIn is something that they've added that is actually really, really kind of cool. And if you haven't seen this feature yet, we'll tell you what that is and lots, lots more. It's all coming up. My name is Jerry Potter, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a production of Social Media Examiner, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you.
0: Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.
1: Today, I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy's a LinkedIn strategist, and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program. Judy, welcome back to the show.
2: Excited to be here.
1: All right. So the breaking news we'll get to in just a second is that LinkedIn is shutting down three features. And this all has come out here in the last several hours as we're streaming this live and recording the podcast for the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. So we'll break that down here in just a second because there's a lot of misinformation and frustration that's spreading all around that. But first, some new ads tools that are really, really incredible for people that are using paid ads on LinkedIn. So update us on what's going on with that first.
2: So when we're talking about ads, are we going over the buyer intent signals? Is that where we're at, adding to Sales Navigator?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there.
2: Okay. So with Sales Navigator, I think what we're seeing is just being able to really filter into potential buyers and get insights that are signals a buyer might give before they get access. to. So you're not just cold reaching out to people who haven't shown any type of interest in anything that you're creating. So if that means being able to see who is searching, not just for your product category, but your solution, enterprise solution, that you might be a part of that category. Hopefully that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting too, because the power of this on LinkedIn is LinkedIn has information that nobody else has. Because LinkedIn, if we go back to the beginning and one of the updates I read this week, it was like in 20 years of LinkedIn, I was like 20 years. Oh my gosh. But you know, when we go back to the beginning, it's like LinkedIn for people that are active on the platform knows who everybody works for. What companies they're looking at, all this kind of stuff. And so for people especially that are prospecting on LinkedIn, they've got data that you cannot get on Instagram or Facebook or anything like thing like that. And so my understanding is is part of this update as well is better filters in terms of looking for these people and what's happening?
2: Yes. so not just being able to see, like you said, current titles, past titles, searches that they're making online. So when they put in the search bar that they're searching for a solution, If you are connected to that solution, you'll be able to be connected to that lead. It's not necessarily, depends on what they click on, if they click on your ad versus if they click on your company page. But you can start to get more insights and up to, depending on what they click on, even just their name and their profile and literally be told these people clicked on you and they expressed interest based on their search and they are a higher intent to look at not having to do just top of funnel but actually hit them with a little bit more of a niche pitch that is hey i kind of like i know you looked at me but without saying that
1: <laughs> right
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little like creepy the way i just said it but anyone listening in the sales world understands that if somebody has showed any interest in you they've walked in your physical store LinkedIn giving that information and data, like who's viewed your profile, who's viewed your company page, who has landed here.
1: Yeah. And that's massive. I mean, just to take an example off of social media, like in my own business, I have something where I get a notification if somebody clicks on a sales page more than once, because obviously that buyer intent is there, which is great. And then the other reason, if you've never used this before, that I think this is a great opportunity now, not only are these additional filters, because for some people, they may go in and say, oh, I want people interested in this. And it's like, okay, there's 20,000 prospects, now what? (laughs) Yeah. But the filters will help. But then the other thing that they're adding now is you can manually add, a prospect. And so if there's somebody that for whatever reason, they're not coming up in search or different things like that, this is something that they're adding where you can manually add a client or a prospect record to Sales Navigator, which I think changes things quite a bit. So, all right, some other ad updates and then three features that LinkedIn has just announced they're shutting down. We'll talk about here in just a second. If you are an agency owner, by the way, or a consultant or a brand marketer, real quick, I want to let you know we've got a brand new show for you, the Marketing Agency Show, the podcast designed to address the real struggles faced by agency marketers because it's kind of a different world compared to some of the other people that are in our community. Brooke Sellis is the host. She's an agency owner herself. She interviews industry experts diving deep into their biggest challenges from navigating economic downturns to client acquisition, leveraging AI, all of this. In fact, the episode that just came out is called Using AI Technologies in Your Marketing Agency. just came out on Wednesday. You can search for Marketing Agency Show in your favorite podcast app click follow and gain lots of valuable insights every single week. So some other new tools for advertisers that LinkedIn has rolled out, and of course, AI is infiltrating all parts of LinkedIn. So what are some of the other parts that they've added now for people that do paid advertising or are considering paid advertising on LinkedIn?
2: I like that you said the word infiltrating. <laughs> 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 what I'm seeing for advertising and I will be honest and say I don't work directly in the ad space. AJ Wilcox is somebody that I just push anyone who wants to know more about ads, but the idea that we're going to get AI suggestion tools for having your ad titles, descriptions. I think the biggest thing that I see with AI and how it can help you and support you on LinkedIn is using it like it's your rough draft. It's your first copy. It's collectively able to look at all the ads out there and start to generate what has been working and what are the phrases and what are some interest words or download now. And I'm sure having those types of phrases get generated by AI so you're not constantly like, Ooh, how do we say that again? How do we have a CTA? How do we get a conversion to happen and get them over to our website? Having AI collect all of that information for what's working is really powerful. It's really smart, obviously.
1: Yeah. And sometimes the biggest use with any of these AI tools is fine is when you're just creatively just dumped, you know I got nothing else and and it'll spit something out. But as you said, it always needs to, you know, it's like start with AI, end with I is one of the phrases I've been saying. Or well, cool. start with GPT and end with me. You know, you've always got to come back and, and have that human element because sometimes I'll do any of the AI tools and something will come up and it's like, oh, that's really good. Oh, that is completely off brand for me though, you know, and, and sometimes we can get excited about those same emotional words. So there's more of that. And then also what they call conversation ads. And so is this an ad basically where it's prompt somebody to start a chat with the brand? Oh, Have you seen that one?
2: I haven't seen it come up, but I do see where the, now I'm like trying to click on what I saw. Because <laughs> so I was like, wait, what is this one? But yeah, the idea that you now can have and shift people over to having conversations from the ad is a different experience. And to me, maybe I'm, and you have to correct me, or we have to go look at it, because I want to say that the idea that they're allowing more company pages to have conversations, which we're going to talk about, is, I think, the direction of that mindset. But I don't know if the ad shifts you over to that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that in a second when we talk about company pages. And then the other one that I thought was really interesting is what they're calling thought leader ads. And this is where you can take content that is on the profiles of your executives in your company and then promote it, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. You know, I've always said, you know, when, whenever somebody and, you know, as far as being a LinkedIn expert, I default to you, you know, you talked about AJ for paid ads and I go, yeah. oh, go see Judy. However, <laughs> you know, my take on LinkedIn has always been, it's like company pages. It's like, well, you have a charismatic you know, CFO or a CMO or CEO, that's the letter I was looking for, somebody who's going to be able to, you know, really stand out on the platform because that's when company pages can do really well. And so it sounds like this is going to be a tool where you can promote, you know, if you've got people that are making waves, you can use them and get that content in front of more people, which LinkedIn is, that's Thought Leaders, is, it's a great place for that. And so can you see how that can be effective for companies that have a, you know, a bigger C-level organization?
2: Yes. I was just looking because I was like, wait, they are not rolling this out till July or it's available in July. So that's why I was like, wait, have I not seen these or where have they been hiding? Yeah. But yes, I think the way I'm interpreting it is being able to feel a connection to the team or the thought leader is what you're saying. It is converting at a higher engagement rate. And this is something that I always say, this is my mindset on these two new ads public conversations will convert better to private conversations. Mm. We don't want to feel like nobody is talking publicly. We want to feel like we're joining a current conversation. So having a conversation-focused ad or a thought leader ad leans into that mindset, and I think that's really smart.
1: Yeah, because anything you can do to bring it back to the people, you know, somebody having a conversation with a person is so much bigger because I remember when I used to work at an agency and managed a bunch of clients, and we had a restaurant clients and I remember engaging in the comments with an individual as the company. And this, I remember this guy commenting like, the restaurant is talking to me. I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, we had some fun with it. But anytime you can take it back to the people is obviously massive. And then LinkedIn Audience Insights API, which is that back end code access is rolling out. So if you are... an agency or an advertiser, you're going to get more first-party data directly from LinkedIn, which is massive. As we mentioned a few minutes ago, LinkedIn has data that nobody else has. And so that's why this makes a, a big, big difference. So let's talk about the big news today, though, which is LinkedIn is shutting down three features. And people are pretty up in arms over this. And As you go through these, Judy, first, because sometimes LinkedIn shuts down a feature or any platform shuts down a feature and people go, what was that? And part (laughs) of the challenge here is that some of these features, even LinkedIn power users are are getting confused over what it is. So first clarify what the feature was, and then let's talk about how it's being shut down or or what the specifics are. Okay. Sound good?
2: Yes, it does.
1: Okay. So what are we losing?
2: What are we losing? (laughs) The three (laughs) features are, and I'm just going to say them the way LinkedIn said them. So that way we can clarify. Okay, But they out of the gate just said, we're shutting down carousels. We're shutting down profile video. And why am I blanking on the last one? Why did I all of a sudden? (laughs) The third one is. The
1: links on images.
2: I'm in shock that they're shutting that one down, which is why I have removed that one from my memory. (laughs) That's the one I'm the most sad about. So I'm going to list them again. Carousels profile videos, and links on images. They're shutting all three of those down. And here's the confusion, and here's where we're going to create clarity for you right here today, which is carousel posts were the videos that were rolled out. The carousel video ones, not the PDF ones. So do you see the difference? PDFs are staying.
1: Yeah, so they kind of... It sounds like messed up when they announced it, if they just said carousel posts and that's where (laughs) all the confusion is coming from.
2: Yes, I've seen the comments. I've seen the posts. I've seen the angst and the misinformation (laughs) spreading that carousels are going away. Well, the idea of a carousel on LinkedIn is separate from a document post feature. So that's why those were two different thoughts for LinkedIn.
1: Okay. So to clarify, a carousel video was where you would swipe through and it was a series of videos yes. specifically. So any of the carousel posts that didn't have videos is fine.
2: Yes, exactly. So if you've been okay. uploading PDFs into LinkedIn or Word documents or any type of swipeable file, that is staying. Okay. We still, in our minds, we think of those as carousels. So that's where the miscommunication happened.
1: Was it just not being utilized? Any insights on why?
2: It never rolled out to everybody. I never even received that feature.
1: Okay. I was going to say, I haven't seen it much.
2: Very few people, I think, received that feature. I've seen comments online saying 0.01% of LinkedIn ever got that feature. <laughs> so, okay. And then I think the people it did roll out to just weren't taking advantage of it, and it seemed to cause confusion. Okay. Because it was not treated as the word carousel. When you move over from other social media on Instagram or anywhere, we think of the swipe deck of carousels and you can put any asset in there. But LinkedIn created two separate features. Very interesting.
1: All right. So that's one is the video carousels. We'll call yeah. them that even though LinkedIn didn't.
2: Yes. You get to keep your PDF <laughs> carousels. You still get to swipe through files.
1: And then the profile video. So this is where somebody could click on your profile photo. And what was it? A 10 second video that we've had? I mean, I made one along. Was it 30 seconds? Okay. It's been a yes. long time since I made it.
2: You all want the exciting part?
1: Always. It
2: sounds like if you do a video for your profile, 30 second video by, before June 26th, you get to keep it. Okay. <laughs> so you may be grandfathered in with your 30-second video. So the way I would think about that video, if you want to get grandfathered in or even just get the potential of maintaining that video, is to film something that's more evergreen, that could last, mm. that is more just longer-term thinking of how you think about what you say and who you are and just make it, I would make it more just, about like the energy you bring to join me and follow me kind of energy, something that's never going to change.
1: Yeah. Well, I love the idea. That's interesting. So do you have clients that were updating their profile video on a regular basis, depending on what they were had going on?
2: I did have some people update their videos because they recognized that they now want to push their podcast more or now they yeah. launched a YouTube channel or they have all these different changes that they've come up with, especially when you're at the beginning of launching a business or launching a new product, you might say to yourself, oh, well, let's really push this. So yeah, people have been updating those. And I would just say lean into just the call to action to follow right now. That's the easiest one to say, let's connect and follow each other here on LinkedIn.
1: Keep it simple. I wonder if later we'll be able to delete the video that we put up if we don't want to be in it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like let's say our business changes direction. Obviously we don't know that now, but uh, it'll be interesting to think about if you're updating it to be something evergreen. So, okay. So it sounds like we've got 10-ish days
2: (laughs) to to do that
1: from this recording. I was
2: thinking it would be kind of fun to have like a 30 second evergreen video group where we are just like pushing each other just to make a new video and get it up there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Make it happen while you can. Okay. So that you could still keep, but you won't be able to change it in the future. Correct. And then the last one you mentioned that LinkedIn is shutting down is links on images, which in the grand scheme of LinkedIn history is relatively new. I know. And so talk us through this, because this is where we could add a link on top of an image, which we loved. And LinkedIn has been the most link friendly of all the social platforms in terms of, yeah, go ahead and put up links. So what's happening there? Why do you think they might be shutting this down?
2: Again, this is speculation on something that just got announced so recent within the last couple of hours. So
1: fair. Okay. what
2: I've heard buzzing is that there is something that didn't translate through all devices, whether that be it didn't show up well on Android or Apple. I don't know, but I just know it didn't translate completely. So some users, even though the rollout went out to everybody, there are users that have too many either glitches or it's just not working. So... I don't know if there's something they can or can't fix, but it sounds like they're not going to fix it and they're not going to invest in whatever it might have taken. That's my interpretation. So okay. we won't hold me to it, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> and so of these three, the profile videos, the video carousels, and then this links on images, which of these do you think will have the biggest impact on marketers going forward?
2: When I look at some of the people I really noticed using the links on images that were really taking advantage of it, it's definitely going to impact them. Because I was even today training a client on the links on images because of how powerful they've been. Mm, okay. Because we all know that when you can make something really visible, not just a blue line that is like a web address blue line, but when you actually make an image clickable, Yeah. it creates a different experience. And I will tell you, using that has increased some of my podcast downloads by 300%. So it is not an insignificant feature. No. Yeah. I think that one's the biggest one because you can even put, oh my gosh, now I'm like, no, LinkedIn, not that one.
1: (laughs) Oh, are you getting sad? I didn't mean to take you down.
2: (laughs) You know what? Carousel video ones, I don't care. No offense to that one.
1: Because you never had it.
2: I never had it, Yeah, and the miscommunication about it is confusing. Just do your PDFs. That's a great feature. I hope they never take that away. Okay, thank you, LinkedIn, for listening to that. But the profile video, I liked it, but I can see where it's not the most, oh, that feature tipped everything over. But I think the link on the image has so much potential, let alone it has the actual reach that marketers want. And when we think about ads, we think about making them really clickable. Those links on images made things really clickable on a visual way. Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Which from the consumer, like that's consumer behavior, right? We love to click on images. It's very natural. And so, yeah, so that's definitely a bummer. And and who knows, maybe this whole tech issue is a sort of a, we want you to paid ads if you want this, you know, more of this kind of clickability. So
2: one thing to consider. So again, I'm going to think, what would I do? And my answer now for everyone listening for actions to take, if you want to take advantage of the video, film an evergreen 30-second video and just put something up there. You always can take it down, but it sounds like you can't put anything up. Same thing with the links. They're still active and they will stay grandfathered and active on your content. So I was thinking between now and the 26, upload some maybe resource type of content that you wished you could direct link on and let it live on your company page. Let it live somewhere so that way you can either repost it or share it in the future as a resource.
1: Okay. That's smart. All right. Couple of measurement tools that are being added to LinkedIn, which is always helpful. You know, if you measure your own stuff, obviously that's great. But I love anytime you get a new measurement tool because, you know, when I work at an agency, every client is different. And when you're trying to like tell them, like, look, here's where we're improving, the more options, the better, depending on what their goals are. So what are these new measurement tools that LinkedIn is rolling out?
2: The measurement tools. Well, first of all, we have the new analytics and tools at the top. So when you click into that on your profile, you are getting access to, well, now I'm trying to think, what were we talking about with this tool? But I have the conversations happening now tool.
1: Okay. That, yeah.
2: Okay. So that's the one that I was thinking about that I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out because it's based on thinking that content that's being reposted is powerful. So let's just hold space for the fact that LinkedIn's acknowledging the energy of reposting. That is what is looking like is being triggered in the conversations happening right now.
1: Okay. And this is basically, for people that haven't seen this, this is essentially a way to join conversation. Like They'll sort of prompt you like, hey, people are already talking about this put up a post about this is that right is that how you describe it
2: yes but if you want the power to be here inside what is called the reposting i'm calling it when it says conversations happening right now i'm calling it the i want to be reposted now <laughs>
1: <laughs> interesting okay because that's what you see happening
2: yeah and if you're listening you're saying wait i want to be featured in this conversations happening right now the goal is to get reposted so you can be in here so you can get more reposts Got it. Because the only action LinkedIn's giving me to interact with conversations happening right now is the repost button. They're not saying like, they're not saying comment. They're telling me to repost this content.
1: And then add your own context at the top. Yeah. I haven't
2: clicked any of these buttons, but yes, exactly. Like The signal I'm getting is around the repost energy.
1: And one of the things that people do in mass media I mean if you look at radio or television or anything like that for you know decades they always are looking for content around things that people are already talking about because it's just so much easier to jump into that conversation or be part of that conversation. So that's definitely powerful. And then some of these measurement tools that we were talking about, one is they're calling the CMO scorecard. And so you can, if you are a B2B edge customer, you can essentially look at brand investments and it's just an, another benchmark performance that you can look up. And then also a B2B index index. And they're calling this this is LinkedIn's language here again, but a metric that leverages our unique LinkedIn data sets across both organic and paid marketing efforts to evaluate, identify and celebrate the B2B companies who are excelling at brand building efforts, which, again, is, you know, I don't think this is going to apply to all companies, but it's another metric where you can get insights about how your brand is perceived and position the company as as a leader. And if you are an agency or a marketer who works with bigger brands, that's going to be a really, I think, neat tool to be able to go back and say, hey, look, my interpretation of it, you'll be able to say, look, we moved up in the index, which I would think would just be a real big brag. Like, you know, you'd go in at a lot of swagger to be just like, hey, look, we just moved from 87 to 51 on the index. Now, of course, it can go back down too. But we'll see how that looks once we kind of know more about it.
2: Well, I wanted to point, you have to be a B2B edge customer to get that CMO scorecard. That's probably why when you said that, I was like, I haven't seen that. I'm not a B2B edge customer.
1: Yeah, it's not for everybody, but yeah. All right, company pages messaging. This is something that it's kind of like, it's one of those sort of finally features, but LinkedIn is rolling out pages messaging for company pages as they're calling it, which is kind of a mouthful.
2: I love that. I have that feature on my profile already rolled out. So my experience is when people land on your company page, they can now not have to find the employees, but they can message the company. So at a large company like Social Media Examiner, we get to land on Social Media Examiner and send a message and say, I've been watching the show. It's amazing. Jerry Potter, Judy Fox are amazing. I'm telling you what to write.
1: (laughs) Right. Go test this out right now.
2: But imagine trying to now navigate to company conversations. I mean, that is beyond powerful. We needed to have had this years ago. So I'm so grateful it's here now.
1: Well, and I can also see on the company side, and especially with LinkedIn being owned by a gigantic corporation where it's kind of like, okay, here's one more thing we have to monitor now or one more thing that we have to check. And especially if you think about some of these companies that responses are expected instantly, you know, airlines, when people tweet an airline because their flight's delayed or, you know, whatever it might be, that that instant response. And so that'll be the interesting part because now as companies or marketers, sometimes as you manage for other companies, you've got to figure out how does this flow into your workflow? And it's probably not going to be in your third-party tools right away, but hopefully it will be eventually. So you can kind of roll that in instead of having one more thing to check.
2: And I just got a message saying, hey, Judy, I'm listening to you with Jerry Potter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's
2: the power of this. I can see it and it's real. You know, the audience will have to say what they think, but it feels like a different thing than trying to find the right employee to talk to
1: yeah, so do you just got a message on your company page yeah. versus your profile? Yeah, okay,
2: versus my profile. So I'm a unique, you know, I'm a small business, but when you really think about running an agency or let's just point out a marketing agency, it would be so powerful if you then can drive traffic to that conversation, not just, hey, I need to talk to this one individual.
1: And do you know if it can be disabled?
2: Oh, yes, you can. okay, yes, okay. So yes, if you don't want that on your, company page, but I don't, it will go to all the admins. So that way, if you have employee turnover, if you change employees that are doing the outreach and communication and the community networking, you can have more of a seamless transition than just trying to feel like, oh, we're trying to grow our brand and our reach, but what if an employee changes and we always send people to that employee's DMs? Now you can just maintain all the conversations within the company.
1: Okay, I like that. I'm just thinking on the other side, you know, some people want people to go to their website so they'll retarget them or so that they get into their CRM or, you know, whatever it might be, but definitely some advantages.
2: Well, we can create a call to action for Social Media Examiner and you can turn on what's called a way message. Actually, I don't know if you get that. Ooh, that's all kinds of.
1: With company pages.
2: Yes, but you could probably set up some automation that allows you to say, Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today with Judy and Jerry. (laughs) I'm really pushing
1: this. (laughs) I know. I I like it. I like the internal marketing.
2: But isn't everything about starting a conversation and making it easy and then they're in the top of funnel to start more conversations.
1: Yeah, the less friction, the better for sure there. Okay. And then LinkedIn is testing an AI assistant now for in-mails. And as we said, you know, AI is sort of infiltrating all parts of LinkedIn, all parts of everything, really. But have you seen this in action? How is this working? Or or what this is essentially helping people write their messages? Is that what you think this is going to be?
2: Yes, it hasn't rolled out to me yet. But if I think about how I've seen the content being, you know, hey, you want to start a post on LinkedIn, you want to start an in-mail on LinkedIn, you want to start a message on LinkedIn, it's back to what we just said at the very beginning of this whole live stream, which is AI unlocks writer's block. Mm -hmm. unlocks phrases that are probably being used around these conversations and helps you get, oh, the juice is flowing for what do you want to say? And how do you want to phrase the initial conversations? Because, man, it feels really hard when you look at a blank piece of paper and you just sometimes need a push to say, oh, this is what people are saying out there. Either you agree with it or you want to write something a little different, but at least it gives you something.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you may see that they are testing that right now. So it'll, again, it'll probably be just a small percentage of people that have it, but if you see it or you know to look for it, then it may be there. So quick reminder to check out our new podcast, The Marketing Agency Show. Follow the show to get automatic weekly downloads. You can find that in your favorite podcasting app. Judy, where can we find out more about you?
2: Go to J-U-D-I-F-O-X.com and you can find all my socials. And of course, connect with me or message on LinkedIn on the company page. I'll talk with you there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's really excited about company page messaging. So that's a great place to reach out.
2: (laughs) I like it. It's fun. And I already got two messages now. So keep them coming. They're fun.
1: There you go. All right. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening, line up a couple for you to check out. In addition to the marketing agency show, we have the social media marketing podcast with expert guests every week. And then also the web three business podcast. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks everyone. Bye.
0: The social media marketing talk show is a social media examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.